Welcome back to the Alone with Mouth podcast, the podcast where after about two minutes you'll be saying, oh my gosh, can someone please shut this kid up? Ugh, he's, I hate him. You guys know me, you know I love to advocate for everyone, I love to advocate for the minorities, I love to advocate for the foreigners, I love to advocate for the locals. I care about everyone. I seek to advocate for those in society who need to be advocated for, and today I need to advocate for myself. Me and the FBI are at war. Not literally, but emotionally. Ever since I was born, ever since I was 19 years old, I have had the desire, uh, the craving, the, the I've, I've just wanted to be wanted. And on February 14th, I was hoping that the FBI would announce that I was on their most wanted list, that I was the one that they wanted the most, and I wasn't. The FBI doesn't want me, and I just want someone to want me. You know, I've witnessed a lot of making out this week. I'm going to be honest with you, I tend to look away from couples whenever they're doing something all cuddly, all, all gross, all PDA. And honestly, in the past couple of months, I haven't seen too much of it, but in this past week, there's been a lot of couples kissing in front of me and around me. I think they're on the lookout for me. I think they're coming after me. Uh, I think the one that stood out to me the most was in a coffee shop. I was trying to get work done, and the couple that was sitting directly in front of me, directly in front of my eyesight, uh, just kept touching and kissing in this public coffee shop where other people were there as well. And... I didn't want to move because I knew if I moved, they would know that I moved because of them. And, like, that felt rude, but I also feel like it's rude to just constantly make out in front of someone in a coffee shop, in a place of peace. A coffee shop is a place where citizens should feel safe, should feel comforted. And I did not. And that was that was frustrating. I wish there was a public policy that I wish Donald Trump, not he's not in office anymore, or... I wish maybe local government could do something where they make a public policy, or even if it's not an official law or policy, they come out and talk about how it is okay for us to scratch our booties in public. I don't know if you guys have ever been in that situation where your your butt is 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 itching. It's itching that that thing on fire, that thing on fire, that thing on fire, and you gotta just scratch it a couple times. But you're in public, and so you don't want to do that in front of people because they're gonna judge you harshly. But your thing on fire and you're trying to scratch it, that thing being that booty of yours. And it's a rough time. That's something I've really experienced a lot recently. I think it happens the most when, like, I got, like, I was at, I was like, I think it happened to me once when I was, like, sweating a lot. After I was, like, working out or something and I was, like, walking around for a bit afterwards and my buddy, my, my booty was getting a little extra itchy. But we're going to move on from that subject. I just wish that I could scratch it when it is itchy without having to worry about other people judging me. I'm now going to go through a list of people, a list of different people groups that I don't like, and there's no real reason why I don't like these people. This is, I, I hate these people for no justified reason. I, go, I know I'm an advocate, but there needs to be a balance. I can't be supporting everyone. Or there needs to be a certain amount of people who I don't support. Uh, number one is Starbucks employees. Number two is people who don't hold the door open for me. Number three is murderers. I think that one's pretty obvious why. Uh, number four is 23-year-old male accountants. And number five is single mothers. There is currently a uh, 
sirens going out on the outside. We had a tornado warning today in my area and in many different parts of Ohio. There are tornado warnings, and I've experienced a lot of tornado warnings. I have not experienced any sort of tornado. I think the government should chill because, to be honest with you, this is kind of starting to feel like a boy who cried wolf type situation where they keep my phone keeps buzzing you know, multiple times a year about these possible tornadoes, and then tornadoes never arrive. So I don't take these threats seriously anymore, right? I literally sat in my room. I sat by my window because I knew I was safe. So I think the government needs to start creating a couple of real tornadoes. That way I can actually trust them when they tell me tornadoes are coming because, honestly, it's getting kind of annoying. I'm quite frustrated, um, and I don't listen to them anymore. I don't take the, I don't take tornado warnings seriously anymore or tornado watches. I know there's a difference. I don't take either of them seriously. Anyway, the sirens have now left the area, which means the person who was sick or injured is farther away from me. Thank goodness. Get those people. Those people are not good uh, for my mental health. Let's think of some ways to punish children, right? I'm a big advocate of not spanking kids, right? I think spanking is child cruelty, and so I prefer methods of feeding them rocks in hopes of them getting kidney stones. I like to convince, I like, one thing I tried on a couple of kids that I found to be more, uh, that, uh, that I found to really be effective in terms of scaring them, in terms of making them fear for their lives, and maybe not fear for their lives, but really be kind of concerned and really teach them a lesson, is convince them that you're not real, convince them that you, as you talk to them, you convince them that you are not real, you explain to them how this works, how you are, they, how you are a figment of their imagination, and you explain to them what schizophrenia means. You show them video evidence, you have them watch videos of psychologists explain what schizophrenia is, and basically you convince them that you're not real, that they're schizophrenic, and then you leave their life and never come back again. Uh, the only downside of that is you don't really get to see the fruits of the labor. Like with parenting, you get to put up for the you get to put up with the kid for 18 years and then maybe they'll turn out okay. And so you kind of get to like be rewarded by watching them come become like a Starbucks employee or a male accountant or a murderer or a single mother. And so like you kind of get to see the fruits of your labor or you get to be extremely disappointed. With this, you don't get to see the fruits of your labor. You don't get to be proud of that kid, but you also don't don't have to risk the disappointment part of parenting. I also like the three strike system. This is a system in which a child gets three opportunities and after they mess up for the third time in a certain category, uh, you hit them in the head with a baseball bat. That does a little more than teach them a lesson, if I'm being honest with you, but, you know, take it or leave it. I try to appreciate the small things in life. Let's take a moment to appreciate some of the small things in life, like atoms, molecules, sand, dirt, H2O, mo molecules or particles, ladybugs, dust, pencil lead. I think that's all the appreciating I have left in me, to be honest with you. Um, crumbs. Uh, carbon dioxide. A lot of, uh, when it comes for to comedians kind of finding inspiration, a lot of inspiration comes from finding yourself in unique situations. Uh, like today, after getting my Starbucks coffee from a Starbucks employee, I was about to leave, but the person in front of me didn't hold the door open for me. The guy in front of me turned out to be a 23-year-old male accountant who had left his wife, forcing her to be a single mother, 
and so I murdered him. And that was a pretty unique situation for me. Thank you so much for listening to the, the Alone with the Mouth podcast. Sometimes I try to stretch these out to 10 minutes because then it feels like a real podcast. But honestly, that's all I got. We are now on a new YouTube channel. Please look up Alone with the Mouth on YouTube to subscribe to the brand new YouTube channel that is detached from my other YouTube channel where I do comedy skits and stuff. I love you all. This podcast is super fun. Subscribe. Find us on Spotify. Do all that stuff. You know what to do. You know what you got to do. Do it. You know what you got to do, so do it. Okay, love you. Bye.